you guys want to see what our future is really going to look like? This is our possible future. <laughs> Dude, these fucking orcas can already breathe air. They're going to get on water. They're going to start getting spears, and then we're fucking in trouble. Because I don't know if you realize how big they are. They're gigantic, dude. They're as big as boats. And now they're fucking warriors, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are we going to do? What are we going to do with that? What can you do if this fucking orca comes at you, bro? <laughs> dude, AI is insane. Welcome. To get heavy podcast. What's up, guys? How the hell are you? I know this is an odd scene for the day. Uh, my partner, Big J, is not here. Um, it's very unfortunate what's happened to him. I'm not sure I'm prepared to talk about it yet, but I know that he'd want me to let you all know he's trans now. Big J, he decided to go the full Monty. And chop it off. Wasn't doing him any good down there anyway. But uh, he's in the middle of having surgery right now. And uh, he wants me to spread his love to you all. And let him know that he cares about you. And he loves you all. And thanks you for all the support that he's gotten over the last few years. As he's been making this slow transition. From a heavily tattooed biker with a beard. To a heavily tattooed gigantic lesbian. Just kidding. All right, so Jay couldn't be here tonight. What's going on around here? I'm doing a solo pod. Haven't done one in a while. Uh, the reason I'm doing it is because my goddamn kids are sick again, dude. Only one of them this time, so we're all waiting for it to hit us like the bubonic fucking plague that it is every time. But my daughter's sick, and I didn't want to be a dickhead, invite people to my house, and uh, basically infect more people. So we decided to put off the podcast this week. I'm bored at my house, and I decided, you know what? Let's fucking run it. Let's run it by ourselves, dude, because why? I do everything anyway. I plan it all. I set it all up, and I do most of the talking, and as much as I love Jay, uh, fuck it. I'm going to try it, you know? So listen to it. Don't listen to it. I don't know. There's a lot going on in the world, but my kids are sick. One of them is sick so far. Uh, I'm waiting to get it. And it's just that fucking feeling, dude. We got four weeks left of school. Everyone's getting ready for summer. And this fucking kid gets sick. It's like, of all the things that we have to do today, getting sick isn't on the goddamn agenda, okay? I feel bad for her. She felt like shit. It's not COVID. Calm down, okay? First of all, it's an actual just normal sick. Little bit of fever sore throat, <laughs> all the symptoms of COVID, not fucking COVID. So here we go. You know what I mean? We're back in the fucking game. And I will tell you, as much as it hurts me to have my kids be sick, there is nothing 
like have an excuse to go down and buy a bunch of Lysol and douse everyone in the face all day, every time they talk to me. I, they come in, they want to talk to me, they want to say hello, I just fucking just get them, dude. I get them right in the mouth. Stay the fuck away from me, okay? I got shit to do. It's bullshit. All right, but I get to, I just get to, I get to prance around the house and just, I spray the banisters, I spray the doorknobs, I spray the bed, I spray her, I come back, I do another lap, then I spray her again, right? Because if you're not, and then of course she needs to lay in my bed all day, you know what I mean? So that's a whole thing. I come in, I rip the sheets off, I spray the bed. Uh, I don't know what it does. I think it's just um, residual fucking terror trauma from my mom. Because when we get sick as kids, she would go fucking nuke level bleach, dude. And so I don't know how it works, but I was always sick. And then the only thing I could smell was fucking bleach in my nose, Vicks on my face. I have fucking Vicks on my feet for some reason, on my chest, on my back, around my nose, everywhere. It's fucking chaos when you get sick at my mom's house. So now the thing that I've taken over is I just fucking douse everyone in Lysol. It's my favorite thing ever. I just the I can't, I've kept them all away from me for like three days, dude, and it's been great because I have no more sick days, and I'm trying to save up for summer so we can actually do something like real fucking Americans that can't afford a vacation and go anyway. So, having said that, good news is my daughter's feeling better. Bad news is I don't have Jay here with me to fucking bullshit with, but there is a lot of stuff going on in this world, guys. And some things I think we need to talk about, right? So what's going on first? Something that we need to note, talk about is maybe the fact of how big my tits look in this gray shirt. I'm trying to get color, but it's not working for me right now. I don't like this. Uh, there's a lot going on. So what did I do this weekend? We had a pretty busy weekend. I went and saw Pentagram. Um, made it out to do that went to a buddy's house for a birthday party 40th birthday dr nick shout out to you one of my oldest friends but then sunday went over to see the notorious and pretty actually amazing pentagram dude those of you who don't know about pentagram they are a uh, new wave of british british heavy metal black oh my god let me try that again new wave of british heavy metal band that is pre fucking sabbath Right around the same time, Pentagram came out in America, and they uh, were wildly unknown. They put out an an amazing record or two back in the day, kind of carried it through to the 80s, um, didn't do much, never got much of a career. And and about maybe 10, 15 years ago, a bunch of old metal and psychedelic record labels started kind of going through these archives and re-releasing all kinds of beautiful, unfound gems can't remember the label that found them but i remember hearing that pentagram record for the first time and being fucking blown away at how much it sounded like sabbath but it was an american version um <clears throat> the singer is bobby uh i think it's bobby leaving no yeah bobby leaving look at that i'm smarter than i look the guy looks like um if dio was alive still but also a witch <laughs> he has an incredible voice He's 190 fucking thousand years old. Uh, he's, I think, I'm sure the only original member at this point, uh, but they were incredible. So they've been to a theater and I, uh, my band, I, my band, the fucking wrath on one of our records actually covered one of their songs called hurricane. 
I've been a big fan of him for a long time. Uh, and I really, really wanted to see him, even though it was a Sunday night before this guy fucking, I guess, turns into a bat and flies away. <laughs> if you guys could see him, uh, look it up. It's crazy. Um, voice still sounds great. <clears throat> Music sounds great. He's got a bunch of younger guys playing with him. Uh, he's had a bunch of problems in the past many, many, many years of drug use, um, fucking allegations for him abusing his mother, who he lives with still to this day, probably, um, uh, not known for being a real fucking good dude. You know what I mean? But that's kind of how it goes back then. You know, you meet a lot of these fucking burnouts in the sixties that, uh, they didn't make it. And, uh, they kind of fucking just kept acting like they were going to make it and lived accordingly. You know what I mean? So there's an incredible documentary about him, uh, that was honestly pretty hard to watch. It came out about 10 years ago. Uh, but it, it does. It's that same fucking question, man. Can you separate the artist from the music? Right. He didn't do anything horrendous. Uh, he's just a mess mainly, mainly to himself. Obviously, he survived. He looks like he's cleaned up. Uh, obviously, they're back together. They're doing shit. It was incredible to see him. But, uh, you know, you think about the all the artists, you know, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, fucking Bill Cosby, right? Those are the big hitters. Um, God, it's hard not to hear a fucking Michael Jackson song and start moving, dude. You know what I mean? Even R. Kelly a little bit. I mean, I don't know who was fucking weirder, uh, but I'm pretty sure it was R. Kelly. But, you know, you never know. Do you meet your heroes? Are they a bummer? Does it devalue the music? For me, it was more of a spectacle that I wanted to see before I couldn't see it because I've missed out on a shitload of music over the last few years, mainly due to COVID. Um, I had always, always gone to like underground punk and metal shows, never really been to an arena concert, never really fucking done any of that shit. Missed a lot of bands, Metallica, Never saw Iron Maiden, missed Pink Floyd when they came back, never saw Black Sabbath, uh, just because I can't, around my head, justify paying that much money for shows. When I can go see a killer show at a small bar or venue for 20, 30, 40 bucks and fucking have a decent, awesome night. And also, I'm a, I love metal. I love underground, heavy metal, punk rock, all that shit. And, and a lot of the newer shit is just not, not my thing. But to watch some of those older bands as they're getting to the point where they're aging out is something that I became interested in, in the last few years. And then COVID completely robbed it from me. So here I am again, just living vicariously, um, going to see Pentagram on a Sunday night. It wasn't packed. I mean, there was a good three, four hundred people there, um, but everyone was fucking stoked. Everyone was stoked to see him. Um, the bands that opened for him, 16, were awesome. Fucking Early Moods, a new band from L.A. or newer band from L.A. They were very, very good. Um, so it was cool to see that they surrounded themselves with some decent talent. And the show overall was awesome, dude. Uh, it did leave me in a uh, spot for Monday morning, which is always not fun. You know what I mean? It is what it is, though. You take the L, dude. You take the L for good music. That's what happens. We're moving into summer, dude. I hope everyone has some killer summer plans. Uh, I don't. I have none. I have no summer plans, dude. We're going to stay stay close this summer is what we're doing. We're going to do a staycation, right? We're going to do a little bit of light camping. 
probably do some barbecues around the pad. I've been spending a lot of time in my backyard lately, man. And uh, I'm finding a new love for gardening. Got some fucking killer shears. Got some uh, fucking just got back there the other day and just started trimming trees, trimming plants, making the yard look good. And you forget how nice it is to just put on a podcast or some tunes on the radio and just fucking go to work, dude. Go to town and just take a tree that's you've been hitting your head on leaves and they're watching shit fall over the yard. And then you just take them and you fucking trim it up. You make it look nice, dude. You walk around your yard because my wife is a bit of a witch. This chick wants to live in a fucking ivy house, house full of ivy. So we have hanging ivy all over the place. I'm constantly hitting my head on things. I have plants dangling in my face while I'm trying to talk. So I went through and just fucking gave it a good old butchering job, dude. And there is something to be said for the meditative state of gardening, man. I've got, I'm growing to really like it. And I think that's what I'm going to focus on for the summer, dude, as a project. Just getting that backyard looking real good, man. I'm getting old. That's what I'm realizing is I'm getting old as shit. And those little things are really starting to stoke me out, dude. <laughs> I can walk in my backyard, look at all my plants and go, that looks nice. And that's it. And I'm fucking happy for the day. You know what I mean? And then I come in the house and I blast my fucking kids in the face with some Lysol because they're a germ factory. And then I keep it moving to the garage. Welcome to the garage. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. There's a lot of shit going on in this world. A couple news stories <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Recently, I just seen that a man was accused of ramming his U-Haul into the barriers near the White House. Apparently, when he did it, he got cu- he got caught and arrested. He praised Hitler, he said. <laughs> so I want to pull this up because there is something that was pretty shocking, uh, shocking in this fucking article. What is up, guys? Uh, We're very excited to announce that we have a sponsor for this week's podcast, and that sponsor is the Seaside Tattoo Show. Uh, It's going to be an incredible event, the fifth annual. If you haven't been before, you should go now. It's amazing. Ventura Fairgrounds, June 9th through the 11th. That's a Friday through a Sunday. They have a lot of stuff going on. Over 100 licensed tattoo artists and body piercers. Uh, The whole event is going to be hosted by actor-model Hoon Kim. There's going to be 20-plus tattoo contests, kids' art zone, uh, face painting, henna, 40 unique vendors, and burlesque performances every single night. Uh, This event is amazing. I've been attending for the last five years, and I plan on attending this year. Uh, There's going to be some amazing judges. The guy that does my tattoos, Jojo Ackerman, from the 10,000 Waves uh, tattoo shop there in Sherman Oaks. The, all the whole shop's coming out, and they're all going to be part of the judging. Um, there are some amazing artists that are going to be doing tattoos. So please come on out. If you guys want to get tickets in advance, go to the SeasideTattooShow.com. Uh, kids are free. Uh, it's a kid-friendly event, and it is going to be a good time. Get Heavy will be there recording a podcast with my favorite human, Jojo Ackerman, why he tattoos Big J. So we'll be there on Sunday hanging out. Come out and join us June 9th through the 11th. Ventura Fairgrounds, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Man accused of ramming U-Haul into barriers near the White House. 
praised Hitler after his arrest court filings say. All right, there is a video of it, uh, but I'm just going to read a little bit. The man accused of crashing his U-Haul truck into a security barrier near the White House Monday night praised Adolf Hitler to investigators after his arrest and said that he aimed to kill the president if it was necessary to overthrow the government and install himself into power. <laughs> okay, so pretty classic move here, right? I mean, you know, anyone, I, I haven't heard the, he was going to take the power. I don't know how that was going to go. But the fucking thing that got me was this guy's name, dude. Sai Varsith Kandula. <laughs> 19 years old. Holy shit. Every part of that article when I read it made me think white, absolutely white for sure, right? White dude, probably fucking maybe a couple Swazi tattoos, but no. Old Sai Fashith Kandula is a fucking <laughs> Chesterfield, Missouri man in custody of being charged for federal court for one count of uh, depredation of property of the United States in excess of a thousand dollars. Right. Um, that name is shocking. I wonder if there's a picture of the dude. There probably is. So the truck, which carried a Nazi flag and other, other, other items, crashed into security barriers on the north side of Lafayette Square, 16th, just before 10 p.m. Eastern. A preliminary investigation revealed that the driver may have intentionally struck the barriers, said the later, uh, la said the agency later. Um, Condula made threatening comments regarding the White House at the scene including that he wanted to kidnap and harm the president, Joe Biden law enforcement sold told law enforcement sources told the CN told CN. Oh my God. Why can't I read today? Uh, authorities are considering the role of mental health and may have played. <laughs> hey guys, do you think mental health played into this incident? <laughs> Dude, holy fucking shit, man. Uh, old Cy out here is fucking, I think you think he got the email late for January 6th. He doesn't seem like a guy that's like, man, I don't know. You know, it's a, it's a wild one to go on lone wolf like that, especially to just crash into some barriers at the white house. But I wonder if he was, I wonder if he was at January 6th. I wonder if that'll come out. Um, he also said that Hitler was a strong leader, which is something that, uh, your presidential candidate, Republican Trump 2024 said <laughs> in many interviews. <laughs> oh, no, not Hitler, but it was uh, Putin. Putin is a strong leader, right? We know that fucking Trump respects some strong fucking leaders. And I have a secret suspicion that he probably respects Hitler's too. You know what I mean? His leading capabilities. <laughs> but yeah, that's a wild story, man. I don't know what will happen with him. I'm sure they'll throw him in the fucking Guantanamo Bay resort over there and he'll never see the light of fucking day again. But uh, that's a wild ass name, dude. It makes you wonder. I don't. I don't think that's a white guy. You know what I mean? Is it still terrorist? I guess it would be a terrorist act, right? <clears throat> yeah, that's wild, man. This whole uh, this whole entire thing that's coming up in Trump twenty twenty four, the Biden race, all that stuff, man. And I know I say this a lot on the podcast. I repeat this like a broken fucking record but it's going to be a wild one we thought fucking the the last presidential race was wild this one's going to be a fucking barn burner literally dude there's going to be barns burning on this one
That's if Trump gets to run, which I'm sure he is. I know DeSantos is making a play. Just read an article today that he's going to be making a huge announcement on Twitter, I think. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. That's interesting. But uh, this country's fucking going to hell in a handbasket, man. And I'm uh, I'm going to be right there along for the ride. You know what I mean? Let's just fucking pop that motherfucker into low drive and drive it till the wheels fall off. Okay. Everyone plan on that. We'll see you on the next January 6th. Speaking of uh, January 6th and uh, world leaders, guess who? El- guess what else is coming up, guys? We have a really fun one here. The Bilderberg meeting is coming back, huh? Anyone excited about that? What are the Bilderbergs, you might ask? This is by the independentco.uk, by the way. An annual meeting of African and European elite attracts a huge amount of suspicion and paranoia, but is it really just an occasional supper club, right? If you guys don't know, the Bilderberg group is a, a members of all sorts of fucking high-end elite North American European pol- politicians, business leaders, financiers, and academics, right? They go in with the guise of, we're going to just build a plan and fucking try to dictate how the fucking world's going to go. You know what I mean? And it's uh, been happening for a long fucking time. And I remember when it finally came out um, that it was happening. It's been going on since the since 54, right? Um, these guys fucking are just here. You got every leader on earth, every fucking business leader, lawyers, all the fucking smartest fucks in the world at just some meeting in Switzerland, just planning, planning on how they can implement new shit to get us to comply (laughs) why not you know what i mean i i like a good conspiracy theory they're entertaining i don't buy into a lot of them oh but this this is not a theory this the bilderbergs is notorious for fucking planning implementing and trying to shape the world right shape the world in their image right is it is it woke is it non-woke I don't think any of that fucking matters. Um, it's money. How do we grab power? How do we maintain power, right? We are a byproduct of that. So that's going to be a fun one. Look out for that. I'm sure we'll see a whole new spectrum of laws coming down. You know what I mean? A whole new spectrum of fucking thoughts and principles that we should be fucking living by. Uh, it's going to be super, super tight. I'll be there. Um, oh, wait, no, I didn't say that. I won't be there. I wasn't invited. But I will also kind of be there. Say nothing but a little AMSR fucking update on the Bilderbergs, dude. It's going to be awesome. Oh, you know, that and the, uh, you know, it's it's just hard to, it's hard to manage all the schedules. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. What do we got next on the thing here? Oh, this is a touchy one. And this is one that's I don't I'm gonna I'm gonna read the headline. San Francisco supervisors have backed the idea of paying reparations to black people, but whether members will agree to a lump sum payments of five million dollars to every eligible person, uh, 
or to any of the more than a hundred other recommendations made by an advisory committee won't be known until later this year. Right. Reparations is a big fucking topic. Right. And there is a strong argument for some of it in certain ways, in my opinion. Um, but San Francisco has lost their fucking minds, dude. $5 million to everyone. We're talking about. Holy shit, dude. That is, I mean, I don't know how you'd even trace it, but who's paying for that, bro? Who's fucking paying for that? Is Newsom going to pay for it? I don't know how this is going to work, dude. Um, Not that, you know, there's no debate that black people have been completely fucking stomped on in this country from day one there's no debate about that you know what i mean it's absolutely true segregation running different fucking uh district lines to suppress voting uh bad education poor fucking neighborhoods misguided youth um poverty is fucking gnarly and this they're saying that uh 40 of all homelessness in san francisco is black people um and it's horrendous what this country has done to black people over the years but holy fucking shit i've never wanted to be black more in my entire life dude that is insane amount of money right uh i just don't know who pays for it there was one thing in here that i was reading that said An estimate from Stanford University Hoover Institution, institution which leans conservative, has said that it would cost each non-black family in San Francisco at least $600,000 in taxes to pay for the, the costliness of the recommendation. The $5 million per person payout or guaranteed income of at least $97,000 a year for 250 years personal debt elimination and converting public housing into condos to sell for a dollar. That is a wild fucking move, dude. I mean, I'm all for, uh, why don't we take that money and just fucking try to help poverty out of the slums? You know what I mean? You guys in San Francisco, there is cars getting broken into. There's fucking crime on the streets. There's so many fucking homeless. They have an open air drug market. But we're going to pay basic individuals $5 million each. If we have that much fucking cash, why are we not helping the actual fucking communities rather than single out single people that their family members and past family members were affected by slavery? And I don't know if you guys know this. California wasn't around in the Civil War, dude. (laughs) You know what I mean? What didn't happen? Wasn't over here. You know what I mean? Just wasn't a fucking thing yet. And and I'm not saying that people have not been completely fucking brutalized by the system that's set up that's systemically fucking racist for sure. But what the fuck, man? Well, how is that going to work? You know what I mean? I'm sure some people are much smarter than me, and I'm sure this will get misinterpreted as me being against it i'm just shocked at the actual overall fucking price and the cost of everything you know what i mean so where where do you go from here dude what i mean there's a lot of native americans in this fucking country that got destroyed are we going to pay all them out too 
All right. So next thing that I saw, which actually made me fucking stoked. Orca sank three boats off the coast of Portugal. (laughs) Oh, fuck, dude. Orcas are out here figuring out how to sink boats. We're getting back to the fucking behaviors of chaos over here, dude. Orcas are on the fucking killing spree. Three recent incidents of orcas seemingly attacking and sinking boats off the southeastern tip of Europe are drawing intense scrutiny over whether the animals deliberately swarm the vessels or if they're learning the aggressive behavior from one another. Encounters between orcas or killer whales and boats have been increased since 2020 through no human injury, though no human injuries or deaths have been recorded. Uh, In the most cases, the whales have not sunk the boats. Uh, The string of incidents since 2020 has prompted one scientist in Portugal to say they attacked may indicate that the whales are intending to show, uh, intending to cause damage to the sailing vessels. Yeah, you fucking think. Others, however, are more susceptible, saying that while the behavior of by while the behavior may be coordinated, but it's not necessarily coordinated aggression. <laughs> um, this is fucking crazy, dude. What are we gonna do if orcas decide to just fuck us up? You know what I mean? Orcas are the most one of the smartest animals on fucking earth. They hunt in packs, they are gnarly, they fuck up sharks, they eat the livers out of sharks just because they like the taste of them. You know what I mean? It's insane, dude. And I will, I'm going to say it. This is going to be a hot take. Maybe we shouldn't let those fucking orcas out of SeaWorld. <laughs> I think those orcas got out of SeaWorld, dude, and they started talking to each other about how bad we've been treating them. And now they're looking for reparations, dude. They're fucking going for it. They're going to talk to each other. They're going to learn how to start attacking boats. They're going to start taking down. <laughs> fucking people in the water dude these orcas these ones that got released from uh, sea world dude they're on a fucking rampage right now dude they've already killed people in this in the sea world now they're going to be killing people in the seas bro they used to be our friends but we fucking we fucked them up dude and maybe we should have never let that secret out i guess we should have maybe just kept sea world as it was because we didn't realize that we're going to be dominated not only by Russia and nukes, but also by nuclear-wielding barbarian killer whales. <laughs> it's terrifying, dude. It's terrifying. And I actually, speaking of that, I went on recently online, and I fucking started playing around with this a being AI art shit, right? And I downloaded some pictures, dude. And it's pretty shocking, honestly. You guys want to see what our future is really going to look like? This is our possible future. (laughs) Dude, these fucking orcas can already breathe air. They're going to get on water. They're going to start getting spears, and then we're fucking in trouble. Because I don't know if you realize how big they are. They're gigantic, dude. They're as big as boats. And now they're fucking warriors, brother. (laughs) You know what I mean? What are we going to do? What are we going to do with that? What can you do if this fucking orca comes at you, bro? <laughs> Dude, AI is insane. All I had to do was type in orc killer whales dressed as warriors. And this is what it came up with. Dude. It's so good. You know what I mean? 
So let me get another one up here. I got a good one. Hold on. Oh, shit. Look at him, dude. <laughs> Fucking AI, dude. AI art is incredible. But now I'm afraid that I typed it in. And somehow AI is going to communicate with these fucking orca whales. And now they're going to really start getting into it, dude. I mean, look at him. They have everything. This one's got feathers on him. It's incredible, dude. These orcas are coming for us, dude. We have a new threat in this world. A brand new threat. And it's called the killer fucking whale. They're going to start with our boats. Then they're going to start storming the shores. And then they're also going to impregnate your children, dude. All of them. Every one of them. And now we're going to have orca human hybrids running around. And then they're going to start looking like this, dude. Taking over the fucking world like the Mongols did. And we can't do a fucking thing about it. You know what I mean? Have you seen how hard they can fucking throw a seal in the air? Imagine what they can do to you. It's insane. You guys prepare for the orca revolution, dude. It's coming. Well, shit, dude. It was a pretty fun one. Short one. Uh, we are going to, uh, got a, we got a bunch of episodes coming up. Uh, we will be at the tattoo convention, uh, seaside tattoo show on the 11th of June, getting tattoos from Jojo and also doing a podcast. Please come by and stay high, say hi. My, uh, band tongue is playing at miss Olson's on June 16th as well, which is a Friday night. Miss Olson's is 18 plus it's us at a band called brain vat and a couple killer openers. I will have a flyer up for that here pretty soon. Uh, and as always, please rate, subscribe, review, tell your fucking friends about the podcast and uh, please help spread the word, man. I appreciate everyone that reaches out to me, everyone that says something to me on the street. Um, I love you guys and enjoy this short solo episode.